0: Good morning, good morning, Midtown Church.
1: A Wi-Fi high-five to all of you. (laughs) Honored and privileged to be here with you all um, as we gather collectively with like over 2 billion people on this day of Sabbath um, to remember the Christ. So it's so good to just be here in Fresno in this collective place with you all. Uh, To kick us off... um, We're We're talking talking about being open, open, right? Right. Um, And And I don't know know about you all, but I had like a sobbing experience like a minute minute ago. Um, And and I pray pray that that this place of worship can also also be a safe place place for you to to have have a sobbing experience. experience. And And I do do mean mean that from the bottom of my heart. heart. Our Our prayers are are that you do encounter the Holy of Holies here, Christ incarnate, that the Holy Spirit would meet you in a special way, that you too may find yourself just an awe and wonder of God And or, /or, like I was just asking for forgiveness, for I do not feel worthy to be up here today. So we just pray pray, as the community of Christ that you would feel just just as safe to encounter God in such a way. With With that that being said, I'm going to open this up with a word of prayer. At the end end of this prayer, prayer, I will invite you to also pray. pray. Amen? Join me in a word of prayer. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you. But you have sent your son, Jesus. Hallelujah. By your wounds, I am healed. By your blood, I am made anew. Lord, I ask that you accept me anew in this very moment. I ask for your forgiveness and to forgive me of my sins so that you would use me this morning intellectually spiritually and prophetically now as a congregation i invite you to submit a similar prayer to the lord go ahead I'll wait Come, Holy Spirit, to my mind. I receive your comfort. Come, Holy Spirit, to my heart. I receive your peace. Come, Holy Spirit, to my body. I receive your healing.
0: Come, Holy Spirit, to my soul.
1: I receive the Father's love for me. Overall, Lord, as we draw close to you and call you by name today, would you reveal more of your nature to us? It's in the name of Jesus we pray, amen. So here at Midtown, we have four streams, um, or philosophy of ministry, some may call it evangelical, evangelical essentially, essentially meaning we're rooted in the Word of God, um, social justice, we, uh, Jeremiah 29, 7 says, for in their uh, liberation, in their freedom, we too will find freedom, so working towards the betterment of all, uh, charismatic, being open to the movement of the Holy Spirit, amen, um, and then liturgical, simply put, remembering the practices of the Sabbath, I think is a very simple way of saying that. that. Uh, which would be like Sunday and going to church. Um, so I just thought, man, it's really good to share like, where we're coming from as Midtown Church. But if you notice, there's a circle in the middle. No, that is not a bullseye to shoot at. Um, that is actually the invitation for us to find ourselves living in the, at the intersection of these four um, flows, or excuse me, avenues. And I think the invitation is a wonderful one, and I remember when Pastor Ryan shared with me over two years ago, it was like, yes, this feels right, this feels good, but I think the deeper invitation is, how do I find the center within myself so that I can work towards finding myself in the center of Midtown's philosophy of ministry? So with that being said, I lead us to James 3.18. Uh, if you're a bible totem folk, uh, turn to James 3.18, if you have your smartphone, um, and if you would prefer just to just listen, that's cool too. Uh, James 3.18. By the way, I didn't introduce myself. My name is Daniel Dominguez. I uh, live here in the tower. My wife's somewhere here, maybe, with our children. We have three small children, and I'm honored and privileged to be here with you all. I've been with Midtown since... We were a living room group at Andrew Files' house. So, sorry, sorry I forgot, forgot to mention what who it was. Like it was. Um, James 3.18. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. What does it mean to sow? Go ahead, shout it out. What does it mean to sow? Plants. we go going to go to the next slide. Say again. Distribute, yes. yes. So, so I thought, yeah, let's do a little, little word study, study, right? So I, I, dug, I dug some up uh, to, scatter, to scatter, to spread, to, to disperse. Because um, I, I know li- when you hear me say it verbally, like I, maybe you're like me and you think, oh, sowing, you know. Right. Um, anyway, so, so uh, to, to 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 sow, well, we'll reap a harvest of righteousness. righteousness. As, As I, I read, read and, marinated and marinated on this verse, I was like, well, what is it? What is a harvest of righteousness? What is that? Does that mean like? I'm right in, right in all things, like, like I'm superior in this, and I have it right. Um, so so I, did I did a little research, research and, and what, what my research led me to was uh, Isaiah 33, 33 15, 15 through 16. We're not, not going to read, read that, that scripture, scripture, but in the, in the, in the, the, the research that, that I was doing, doing, it defined righteousness as this. Righteousness, righteousness is described in this verse in relational terms. In relational terms. God will dwell with those who, who refrain from acts that exploits Other people, the righteousness person will avoid extortion,
0: bribery,
1: and murder. Exploit other people and extortion. Those were the two words that really came out as I was reading this. And I thought, well, to be a righteous person is to not exploit and to not extort people. Pretty easy, right? Right. Are we not extorting or exploiting those that are nearest and dearest to us? As we're invited through this series to be open, and more specifically open with those nearest and dearest to us, are there ways that maybe we're exploiting those relationships? Or maybe even extortion? So to exploit is to take advantage of of someone uh, biblically is, is taking advantage, advantage of the relationship by not working towards a just relationship. And, and the Spanish, Spanish language, language, language will highlight that for us in, in just a moment. Well, not, uh, not working towards a just relationship, a good relationship, or one of peace. Exploiting a relationship. Extortion of a relationship uh, is trying to obtain something by uh, bribery maybe, right? Um, Or could we say passive aggressiveness? Uh, Or could we say ignoring? Maybe that's a way that we're extorting someone in a relationship. Uh, Maybe it's through some way of threats. Maybe we're holding something over somebody else's head. So again, as I said, the Spanish language will highlight this, to seek just relationships. You see, in Spanish, as I read this verse, it said, Very different approach here, right? The fruit of justice is planted in peace by those who work for peace. Wait a minute, hold on. Peacemakers who sow in peace, a harvest of peace. And that righteousness word in Spanish is, is almost a compound word, justicia. You see, in Spanish when we read the word justicia, we are also thinking of justice and of righteousness. They do not, they're not uh, one uh, that are, they're not separated. They're one in the same, right? And so in the English translation, I think we lose a little bit here. The fruit of justice is planted in peace by those who work for peace. In our relationships, are we seeking justice? But not just for ourselves and for our need or our desire, but so that there can be peace in the relationship. Are we seeking justice for all involved? So how does this all connect? Spanish, righteousness and justice, they go hand in hand. what does it mean for the sake of justice to work towards peace? For the sake of righteousness to work towards peace? And more specifically in light of our focus today, being open. It's all about righteous relationships. Righteous and just relationships. But what do just and righteous relationships look like? For some of us, maybe we grew up in a home where there were far and few, let's just say healthy relationships. Maybe it was fight or flight in the context that we were raised. And we find ourselves mimicking that in some of the relationships that we have with those that are nearest and dearest to us. Well, the Word of God is good. Amen? Amen. And God gives us plenty of examples. And as I was praying yesterday morning and thinking about this message, God led me to Deuteronomy 15. You don't need to turn there, but I just want to highlight in Deuteronomy 15, it's talking about the year um, of Jubilee. But more so, the year of Jubilee is every seven years, uh, all debts would be forgiven, slaves were to be set free. And that's the context of this scripture. In Deuteronomy 15, that that all slaves were were to be set free unless this slave chose otherwise, otherwise, like I'm going to stay. stay. We're We're going to focus on on the the first first part there. there. Letting slaves go. He says, when when you you release them, you do not release them empty-handed. You actually give to them in abundance. You give of your harvest. You give from your barns. I'm paraphrasing here, right? You give of all that you have. So as they go, they go in abundance. Why? Because you give to them as the Lord has given to you. Hmm. Perhaps this is one example of a healthy relationship. Giving to the other as God has given to me so that we're in abundance. Release them. Do not send them away empty-handed. Supply them liberally. Liberally with what What you you have, have, right? Right. This is the just act.
0: This is justice in action.
1: This is righteousness in motion. Why? Because again, it tells us in, in this verse that, remember that we were once slaves in Egypt. The Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I gave you this command today. Now, okay, we, we weren't, weren't literally slaves in Egypt. I get, I get that, that, right? But as I started this today, we're joining over two billion people in the name, Christ. name Therefore, of Christ. Therefore, we come from a lineage of Christians, of Christians that, that, yes, we're, we're liberated from, from Egypt. Egypt. Yes, yes who dry, crossed, crossed through dry land, through the, the Red Sea. The there's the River Jordan, which they cross dry. There's, there's so many stories and narratives in the scripture that show us that God does prevail, and I think really highlights that. As we give freely, we too will be, given, be taken care of. So let us give freely in confidence. You see, to live out righteous and justice is so that we can serve and bless others, and in blessing others in abundance, we too are blessed. When we are not living in this way, perhaps it is us that is enslaved.
0: So if we go back to James 3, the scripture focus today is 18, but in verse 16, it says, for where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be
1: disharmony and every type of wickedness. Is there a relationship in your life right now where there is disharmony? And let's be honest, Maybe we don't always have pure and peaceful thoughts about the other person in which we're in disharmony with. Verse 17 goes on to say, But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Then he leads us into eighteen so that the fruit of justice is planted in peace by those who work towards peace.
0: By not blessing others or working towards what is just and right in our relationships, perhaps it is us that is being enslaved.
1: Perhaps it is us that God is wanting to use in a supernatural way in this relationship for the liberation of both Involved or all involved, but yet, because, because of the bitterness, bitterness and ebony envy, envy that we have, God is not able to work in that situation.
0: In that situation. Caveats you, you may, may have, have some just and right anger or,
1: or dispute, maybe you have been treated unfairly. unfairly. And And I'm not not trying trying to discount discount that by any means. So if you you do feel that in this moment, moment, then amen and hallelujah. It is not you that I am critiquing or inviting to examine, right? And And if there are relationships that you don't need to seek reconciliation with or healing with with at this moment, that's okay okay too.
0: But But most of all, to seek peace and righteousness in some of the relationships that we we need to continue working on is going to take work. Amen?
1: And And so so some of us have been involved with Emotionally Focused. We have a retreat, a two-day retreat coming up here in a few weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Emotionally Focused is really just trying to work through, uh, they use this language of formations, which I really appreciate. So as as we were growing growing up, we were formed as a human being, the way we think, the way we engage the world, how we respond to the world around us, right? And and the invitation to uh, emotionally focused is to seek a new formation, formation, right? By By seeking Christ through the scripture and through accountability circles and working with others um, on this. And so I brought with me today a table that they have given given us through Emotionally focused. Focused. There it is. Uh, So they have debate and dialogue. So I want to offer us a tool here to uh, engage some of the relationships um, that we may have some challenges with. I added, in parentheses, under debate, prideful and selfish. We engage a conversation where we're like, we got the stronghold right. And dialogue is more of a humble posture, and it becomes more of a sacred space.
0: So again, you can see on the left... um, I'm kind, I'm kind of smirking, smirking here. You, you can't. can't I, 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 I have, have to fight, fight not living in the left.
1: The left. Yeah. Um, it it does, does take work to live in the right. right. Amen? I know I everything I need to know. know. Yes, yes, I got, I got this. this. I, I am right. right. Um, um, that one, one comes, comes later. See, I'm already... I'm, uh, there's, there's a lot I can learn. Everyone needs to agree. It's okay to disagree. One person wins. Everyone can learn something. I'm right and you're wrong. Every perspective is valuable. It's my way or your way.
0: There may be a third way.
1: God only speaks through me. God can speak through anyone. No need to raise a hand, but does anybody resonate with this? Anybody find themselves living on the debate side more often than not? The reason I share this is when we find ourselves living on the debate side, we become hoarders. We're holding Desire control, desire position, whatever that may be. I want to get back at you, whatever that is. I don't want this person to feel free and liberated. I, 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 I want to control that. And if we're hoarding, then we're not living out what I believe. God is inviting us through Deuteronomy to live out righteous relationships, to be able to give abundantly and freely. That falls on this side, Right? So So as you're you're examining examining this, this, there's some cards cards underneath your chairs.
0: You can use the card, you can use the notes app on your phone. Um, Um, You you just want want to process through this in your mind, mind, however you feel comfortable.
1: But I would would like to invite you to think think of maybe a relationship, relationship, a situation,
0: past, present, or maybe you foresee on the horizon,
1: where where you you may may be living on the debate side.
0: And the invitation this morning is... What will it take for me to get to the dialogue site?
1: Is it perhaps um, spending more time in prayer? Maybe listening to more worship music. Uh, Maybe listening to more hip-hop worship music. Just saying, might help. Maybe it's connecting with somebody from your home-to-home group on a personal level. Maybe it's setting up a one-on-one with Pastor Ryan. Um, Maybe it's going to a coffee shop and just finding a moment of quietness. So invite invite us into a moment to reflect on that. that. Maybe about 30, 30 seconds more.
0: Anybody feel humble enough to engage in dialogue? <laughs> Maybe share something you wrote, wrote down or thought about?
1: And how you would like, like to move from debate, from to, debate to dialogue? Last week's sermon, Ryan mentioned, I am not able to, and this week I'd like to add to that, that. but I am here.
0: There's some folks in this room that that are in some tough situations with with others,
1: and I know what that feels like. Actually, kind of how I felt walking into this morning, oh, Lord, I'm not (laughs) able to today. But But you know what? what? Put my foot in front of the other. I am here. And God, I trust you. And I believe in you. You have got me to this moment and you will get me through. I am not able to, but I am here. Let's close in a word of prayer. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but you have sent your Son, Jesus. By your wounds I am healed. By your blood I am made anew. Lord, we ask that you accept us anew in this very moment. We ask for your forgiveness, and we ask for you to forgive us of our shortcomings and of our sins so that you, Lord, would use us Intellectually, spiritually, and prophetically. Lord, we ask that you would lead us in these conversations so that there would be healing for the other, that there would be healing for ourselves, so that we can walk
0: that much more in the ways of Jesus Christ, spreading peace as we go
1: so that we may see a just and righteous world. In the name of Jesus, we love you and we need you. Amen.